It's the Greater Los Angeles Empires. It's the Fargnoles versus the New York Hostility Matrons. And the Fargnoles and the Hostility Matrons have been marked by a great rivalry. They're scoring many points, and what they're going to want to do is put it in the end zone. Hulk Hogan, why are you a NFL football commentator now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because we're doing bad improv. Oh, I thought, well, I'm doing Mr. bad Mr. improv. Mr. Hogan, right now. I did not. I thought I thought you were retired, and here you are filling in for the deceased John Madden. I I have I have all of these problems because I keep saying it, you know, and it just keeps getting me in trouble, you know. I had the technology to make me immortal, but the problem is I have to keep saying it in order to m- maintain my immortality, and you know that puts my Q rating right down to zero, brother man. Um, Hulk Hogan has called for a no-fly zone. Um, he's That's right. All Hulkamaniacs out there to enforce a no-fly zone. And uh, there's a no-fly zone over Ukraine, brother. <laughs> we, we stand. We stand a chill Zelensky in this house, brother. We stand. What's his first Man, name? Zelensky. Oh, Vol- Volodymyr. Volodymyr. Voldemort. Voldemort Zelensky. Volodemort. <laughs> Volodemort. Um, Holodemort. Uh, I. What do you think was worse, Voldemort or the Holodemort? I don't know. Voldemort, because uh, he is transphobic. All the Harry I guess Potter. Vol- if Voldemort's <laughs> the evil guy, would he be pro-trans people in Harry Potter's universe? Well, so does does that mean the evil guy in a in a book is naturally just has the opposite opinions of the author? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think that's maybe a little. Um, well, I guess it is a pretty juvenile book, so that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, you know, so every everything in its right place. Oh, it's a it's a good way oh, to wow. pitch. You quoting that, you quoting Radiohead. I'm clo- I'm quoting Radiohead, the the best musicians. You of know all what's time. funny? What Tom York retweeted that insane, like thread that Edward Norton wrote about how we have to basically start a war with Russia to, to protect Ukraine. <laughs> what? So Ed Norton got on the. So Edward Norton he got on the Russia the Ed, nuclear war train. Yeah, Edward Norton and Tom York both have Ukrainian flags in their bios now. And, <laughs> Everything in its right place. It's so cool. It'd be funny. Get Tom York on the front lines, you know? Get Tom York stabbing people Um, with his lack of depth perception. This is a stabbing war? Yeah, it's a stabbing (laughs) war. It's a knife war, like we alluded to, (laughs) along with uh, Ukrainian guest Eric Wickham uh, all those those, uh, weeks and months ago. I don't don't have that good of a memory. Um, Is he Ukrainian? I think he's Ukrainian. I might be lying about that. I think he. I think he has part of the Ukrainian spirit, and he is ashamed for his barbarous Slavic heritage. You know. Hmm. <laughs> I, I thought he was more of an Anglo-Saxon boy. 
Well, yeah, because he is the the last name, Wickham. the last name Wickham. 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 You know, it doesn't. It's not. Uh, they. Ha- it, it was changed from uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. His real name is Volodymyr Zelensky. They forced we named, him to change. We named. It. Our, we have our name Wickham. It's because we made a candle out of a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fat burns very slowly, very slowly. Uh, yeah. So. As long as we're talking about Ukrainian dick riding, I I think there's been an instructive rift in left-wing spaces mm-hmm. over the course of this Ukrainian-Russia uh, conflict. Yeah. Uh, and that is some people who call themselves leftists, who participate in leftist media, openly standing for NATO intervention and wanting to... Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. All of that. All of that. You know, just nuclear war. Nuclear war is what they want. They want escalation. They don't actually want nuclear war, but the, it, it's that they're making the USAID, you know, interventionist neoliberal case for we should send guns and bombs because in your head they're still fighting. And I think it's funny because it's funny to be a, a pro-war leftist. That's a very funny thing to be. Mm-hmm. I guess not really. If you believe in class revolution, you believe that things uh, come down to violence eventually. But, you know, pro... I guess if you're taking the model of American leftism that has been informed most primarily by the Bush era, I think the, the reason why a lot of people are leftists now is because they had their political awakening when they were teenagers during the Bush era. Um... Mm-hmm. And uh, the Iraq war sort of informs this entire generational idea about foreign intervention, right? This idea that it's eternally hopeless and that there is no point to ever intervene and in stuff that uh, doesn't necessarily concern the country on an existential level. Right. Uh, to which, you know, people that are pro-intervention are like, but Rwanda, we could have done something there. Yeah. Uh, so now you have you have guys like Vouch, the f- the famous Vouch. Yeah, he's come up uh, with something called like anarcho natoism. Anarcho natoism. Yeah, I'm sure that's a joke. I'm sure he's doing that to yeah, be, but he actually it's one of those jokes that you actually believe though. Well, all the all the all the current uh, Twitter commentators have the John Stewart type thing where they can go, oh, I'm just a comedian. Yeah. It's, it's all well, a bit, except when it's not. Yeah, but does Vosh? I guess that's the that's the thing. That everybody, people criticize the alt right for doing that. People who criticize the oh, we share Nazi memes and then say it's just a joke. But uh, yeah, we everybody does the exact same thing. Yeah, everything. Everybody is doing. What's that guy uh, from Hypernormalization? Who's the Russian propaganda minister? Mm-hmm. Vladislav Surkov. Vla- Vladislav Surkov. Yeah. Vlad. Vladislav Surkov, what mm. he told people. Okay, I'm not cued up. You got the it. We didn't, you didn't let me get <laughs> we did, You didn't queue up the Adam I got, Curtis I got, I got, oh, I got ODB queued up because I thought we're, we were no, talking we're not about doing one that. thing. And then you do Adam Curtis. I got to like t- do my typing. <laughs> you got to queue up the Adam gosh, Curtis. Like, you got to queue up the, uh, uh, just, uh, what's that guy called? The Raymond Scott. This is what would appear in Adam Curtis. Music. Adam Curtis. Oh, and that's why Vladislav Surkov. He put a spell on the Russian people. 
Okay. Let it slip sick off. Yeah, they're just changed by Adam Curtis to be more more like Grima Worm Tongue or something like that. Uh. So yeah, Vlad, everybody is surcoughing. Everybody is saying one thing, but pretending they're also doing the opposite at the same time so they can never be held down to any accountability. But the problem with that is that we know your real intention. We know what you really believe. You say what you really believe frequently, and then you double back on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And ultimately, it comes down to pro-war. We should be investing national funds towards uh, escalating a conflict. Right. Well, the I guess the thinking is like if Putin, he, if he invaded Georgia in 2008, he annexed Crimea in 2014, he invaded Ukraine in 2022. If we don't stop him now, who what's to say he won't invade Finland? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. It's or the, yeah, people are saying people are saying comparing this to World War Two. People are saying we're doing appeasement right now. You know, my we're daddy giving him Sudetenland. Me. My daddy emailed me and he's like, we're in World War Three and we have been for 20 years. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that rules. What? That's awesome. I don't uh, know. I want to hear your dad's appraisal. I mean, he just sent me a political reality. He sent me a Wall Street Journal opinion article that was like, and he just wrote FYI. That was the body of the email. Mm. They are, the opinion <laughs> article was pretty standard stuff. NATO encirclement. That's why Putin's pissed, and yeah, um, he's yeah, and he's made a huge error. Which I I don't. It's not. It's actually everyone's like, oh, he's made a huge error. It's not clear to me that he has yet. No, I think he's going to get a lot of stuff out of this. What are you talking about? This was he saw an opportunity to take something, and he's going to get a little bit back, and he's going to negotiate his way down to probably some land concession. Oh, uh, he might, yeah, he might, like, take the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. He could, he could at that as well. I don't know. I don't pretend to know. But these know people we, do. I don't know how he would hold the country, you know? How is he, he going to hold the country? Uh, with, with a lot of, with a lot of guns. He's going to get a lot of guns. And a right. lot of tanks. Mm, yeah. A lot of warfare, a lot of napalm. He's going to use the napalm on the villages. Did you see Trump's suggestion? No, what was his suggestion? He said, um, we take NATO planes, but we put the Chinese flag on them. And then we bomb (laughs) Russia. And then we're like, it was China. It was China. What are you talking about? That's so good. I love that. That's That's such a shyster instinct thing to... But you know that's uh, that's not beyond what people would do. I'm sure the CIA has probably done something similar in the past. Eesh. I don't. Well, yes, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Probably staged, probably in staged the 60s. an attack from another country. Yeah, yeah bet, that's I totally bet, within their I wheelhouse. Bet, like during Vietnam, they did some kind of thing like that. Who knows? Yeah. Back when um, the CIA was still doing, you know, still, still, you know. Back when it was a real industry, still snapping, you, know? you know, still like, ooh, still, still doing real jazz, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were, they were doing, they were doing the hot jazz, the CIA hot jazz period, we call it. <laughs> Before the church committee got all up in their grill, being like, "Are you, are you guys brainwashing people to kill presidents, a, like a lot? Are you doing that mm-hmm. a lot?" And they were, and then <laughs> no. the, the CIA is like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's jazz. It's jazz, jazz. Man. Yeah. Can't stop jazz. It's just you got to go with it. You got to go with the beat, you know? 
Gotta brainwash the president, you know? Got a Manchurian candidate. Yeah, and now the CIA is like, we're coming to you today from occupied Tahonahone land. And uh, we are also disabled in a wheelchair, uh, bisexual, of course, um, attracted to both men and women. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is why um, we have decided that uh, no poor people can go to the moon. And it's like, what? That's what they'll be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. That's cl- it's clear to me that the, the, the pronoun people are going to stop. They're going to be at the highest echelons of power. Um. You think they got a moon base? Yeah. The the pronoun people have their no, moon base? No, not the pronoun people. The CIA? <laughs> How would the pronoun people have a moon base? Who they they got a lot of programmers. They got a lot of programmers <laughs> on their side. It's funny. Show those I'm sure those nerds can put something together. Uh yeah, the reason why I the pronoun people. Sorry, I'm sorry everyone. I'm an asshole. <laughs> You said uh, it. I, I was just going with your bit. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you are worse than the Nazis, sir. What? You you would have gone along <laughs> if Hitler had told you, you know, oh, I'm saying pronoun people Hitler's to like, be edgy ooh, now. You'd ooh, be like, oh, let, yeah, Hitler. Oh, let me show you. This This is what we call in Germany, what we call jazz music. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is hot jazz, you know. <laughs> it was degenerate when they did it, but when we do it, you know. <laughs> hey, ho, ho. Hmm. Uh, so Jazz Hitler, that's another classic House of Decline character. They, I'm pretty Not sure the Hitler. Nazis outlawed jazz. They definitely outlawed jazz. That was a huge part of their thing. Yeah, early on. And Theodore Adorno was, it's just my dream, but at what cost? That's a hard for you Adorno fans out there. Big Adorno guys. Wasn't uh, he like, uh, Adorno, wasn't he like horny for, um, uh, some famous lady writer i don't i Didn't don't he remember have like an affair with some famous lady writer was it Hannah i'm Arendt? sure all of these philosophy guys had torrid affairs yeah. except for the except for the incels like nietzsche yeah poor nietzsche Sartre fucked he fucked a blue streak he fucked he fucked um martin Blue what Street? Martin Blue Streak? He fucked Martin Lawrence from Blue Streak. Yeah, he was he was in Sartre was in the movie Blue Streak. He fucked Martin Lawrence. Um, so we're talking. Speaking of a Blue Streak, the Ukrainian flag, also a yellow streak. But um, yeah. So so something has piqued my interest. Part of these sort of liberal, these liberal writing leftist media figures. One one of which is of great fascination to me because it's like, to me, who in the past has also produced bad leftist political comic memes, mm-hmm. I feel like I have I feel like I have an insider's knowledge of the type of mindset that goes into creating these comics mm-hmm. and the type of a type of desperation <laughs> that that goes into it as well. Um because uh, there's a character that has come up in in this universe of leftist media, and it is bread pains. The the left's answer to famous Nazi cartoonist Stone Toss, and you know that's an apt comparison because the creator itself said that this was a leftist attempt to do Stone Toss cartoons. Mm. Uh, even their early drawings uh, have a Stone Toss like style where it has the prominent. Uh, eyes and you know uh, lip style that is uh, associated with Nazi cartoon is Stone Toss, uh, and the thing about this bread pains person 
is I don't hold anything against them. Uh, you know, personally, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're a normal person with loves and hopes and dreams and they don't deserve to be bullied. Uh, but just uh, uh, from cartoon man to cartoon man, you know, it's like, man, you got to step up your game. You got to you got to you're not doing some things correct. Bread and pains? Yeah, bread pains isn't doing any jokes. Yeah, it's not about well, I guess. See, that's the problem is I'm evaluating it for something that it isn't. And something that I decided that I didn't want to be, which was like, so when I was doing political comics, uh, I was starting to get bad reviews on them from some people. Some people were quote tweeting them and like, uh, ah, this shit sucks. And at first I was like, fuck you, you know, I fuck you, I'm, I'm smart, I'm saying the right thing, you know, I'm saying the right thing so you should like me. Um, but uh, upon further investigating their criticism... I find that they were right. What this lacks is a, a sincerity or a general sincerity because what it's doing is it's mirroring a party line. It's not actually speaking to the identity of the author and thus it is missing sort of a key component that makes that makes you know, a comic art more satisfying. Um, and you know, th they didn't say this, but I think this is implicit in their criticism. Uh, I think uh, hungry for clout is what one of them said, which is correct. Mm. I absolutely was hungry for clout. That's what that's. I was being a reply guy. I was posting my comics and the replies, hoping to get big followers. And the thing is, it worked yeah. for, a, for a little bit. It worked. But I realized that's an ignoble posting strategy because now sometimes I get people uh, who post their stuff in my replies. And I'm like, oh, OK, I get it. That's why this is sort of like it's sort of weird to have someone promote themselves on your platform. It feels sort of weird. I get why yeah. it is an ignoble posting strategy. Well, I don't have any opinion on posting strategies. No, who cares? It's stupid. Um, it's the all... Bread Pains guy doesn't do this. They appear to have come by their 14,000 Twitter followers, and I'm sure they have uh, a big reach on Reddit because this stuff is made for Reddit. This mm. is... This is the dream of Reddit. Let's check Reddit political cartoons and see if yeah. any bread pains is on there. So I think it's instructive to do some reviews of bread pains and to, you know, find out what is animating this philosophy. I want to talk about the art, first of all, because it's not good or there's no. a quality to it. Where some things can be amateurish, but they still have an aesthetically pleasing quality. I don't want to say that about my own work, but I'll say that. <laughs> That's what I'll say about my own work. You know, the drawings are not great, but there's at least some sort of idiosyncrasy. The way that these comics are drawn is in such a way that it, it, it's, the, it's this uniform line this uniform computer vector graphics line that this person uses that eliminates a lot of the character uh, from from the drawing. So usually to compensate for this, if you're drawing on a digital tablet, what you'll have is a pressure-sensitive stylus, right? Oh, yeah. Because a line is more dynamic when it expands and contracts. And the way that your hand particularly expands and contracts with the line... Um, 
forms your idiosyncratic style. It's very important that you're able to do this. It, it, it's like one of the, if you're doing line art, it's very important how your line looks. And so if your line is governed exclusively by a computer algorithm, it removes that human element and that idiosyncratic style. And this is a problem that Bread Pains has. It has that very uh, manufactured look. Yeah, um, it looks the like direct. It looks like he uses templates for the people. Yeah, like the people, every single person always looks the same. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm looking now. Uh, it seems like he's gotten a little better. Yeah, I mean, it, this person does fine stuff, I'm sure. And for for its audience, it's it's good for its. It's obviously very popular. Uh, people seem to like it. And to me, the audience is the same audience as Vosh's audience, which is a lot of young kids uh, who are just trying out politics for the first time. And this actually, and to, to my chagrin, this succeeds in its stated goal, which is to uh, articulate uh, leftist, well, if not leftist ideas, liberal ideas uh, somewhat he uh, seems like succinctly. He seems like he's doing communist thing, like comics. All of his, uh, he's got a lot of hammers and sickles with the, his quote unquote good guys are having hammers and sickles and shit. That's that's a thing, you know. You can tell they're good because we have we have the branding, right? The yeah. classic Che Guevara T-shirt, you know, the funny, the funny example of how uh, uh, the uh, how dissent is commodified. And I guess that's also, you know, the reason why the doing political comics is such a tightrope, because if you're doing these to sell, you know, that is the ultimate expression of commodified dissent, right? Yeah. I guess not the ultimate expression, but that, you know, that's what's weird about doing political art is that, you know, what are, do I deserve to, you know, do I deserve to make a living off of this? Is is it not spreading the message that is good enough in itself? You know, I feel there's always a tension there, but maybe that's just me. I don't think that's necessarily applicable to everybody. But uh, so the first comic I'm going to review is the latest one, which has resulted in a flurry of activity of just people being very confused at it. So the 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 panel starts. There's a, a round-headed Ukrainian flag-headed guy. And he's saying, hey, can we join for protection from him? And to his right, there is a, a ball-headed Russian guy with two axes and a barbarian's loincloth. Uh, there's a secret agent to the right of him representing NATO. And he says, sorry, we can't have that happen. And the Ukraine guy says, why not? And NATO guy says, because that would be NATO expansion, and that's bad. Mm -hmm. Which is... But so there's a lot wait, wrong wait, with this. Wait, in the background of, of that is three gravestones. Can you see? Oh, right. I didn't even... So it's referencing Estonia and Latvia, so I don't recognize that. And Hungary. Some other flags. I guess of maybe some countries that died. Or is they it Georgia? Died. Is it just Georgia? Maybe one of those flags. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what what this is referencing. Maybe there'll be the 
maybe it'll be oh no that's funny I, I click on it and immediately i see all the all the replies of the, of my followers like <laughs> uh follower ravs 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 wrote uh, lmao dog shit <laughs> <laughs> we love you ravs 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, and behind the NATO guy in the first panel, it reads anti-imperialist NATO, which is like, so the take is, if I'm reading this correctly, NATO's going to be imperialist anyway, so it might as well be imperialist on the side of Western values or something like that. Did Estonia, what happened to Estonia or to... Is that is that an Estonian flag? I can't even, I don't know, we, we're like... Are we supposed to know what the flags on the gravestones are? Because they're very I think we're supposed to know. the. You see, already this is a problem. Is one of them Cameroon? What is that flag? Okay, so here's the thing about this. If you don't know what happened in any of these countries, you're not going to get the greater message of this comic that you're trying to. So it fails in its message of summing this point up succinctly, because now you have to do a bunch of research that isn't explained by the comics. So it's all, it has failed on that front okay, I found as well. Here, if you scroll down, we have someone that says, wait, I don't understand why the Baltic states are tombstones. NATO has protected them from Russian expansion. Can someone explain, LOL? And yeah. guy, someone replies, highest, highest liked reply is, it's an alternate reality where anti-imperialists got what they wanted and those countries were never brought into NATO. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. What, what, they would have died reply. if Russia had taken them over? Yeah, I don't so understand. It, Wouldn't so they just be Russia? They would still be... It's hypothetical. I don't get... <laughs> it's a hypothetical wow. non-expansionist, non-imperialist NATO that does not oppose Russia. It says another. That is not, this is not clear at all from, this is very convoluted. Yeah, it's very, very, uh, very weird comic. Grace Belden himself has typed, what does this mean yeah. underneath? <laughs> it has successfully yeah, Brace, ratio. Brace Belden ring <laughs> gave a reply. There you go. Everyone's making Belden ring yeah. jokes. Why not us? Well, hey, Why not I didn't, us? at least I didn't tweet it. There okay. you go. Yeah, Brace said, why is Estonia dead in a graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> this shit is so fucking deranged. I love it. I'm, I'm actually coming around. To this, this, this weird liberal self-justification for warmongering, it's incredible. So I guess, I guess in this hypothetical comic world, like if any of those countries got invaded, we wouldn't do anything either. But we would because they're, Na they're in NATO. Yes, yeah, it's the Baltics, so. This is a mess. Aren't the Baltics in NATO? Uh, the the I I think they that's what one of the comments said. I don't know who's in NATO. I can't name the NATO list. But the thing about it is, so I got the NATO list. The thing about yeah. Stone Toss, if Estonia. this is a leftist Stone Toss, uh -huh. you got the NATO list. Yeah, what is NATO there, list? There are, the Baltics are in NATO, are in NATO. So okay. this doesn't make sense. The thing is. Let me let me go. Let me let me fucking look at a map now. All right, let me go look at a map. Let's take a look at the fucking map. Mm -hmm. Come on, oh come on, Google Maps. Yeah, Where? Hungary doesn't even border Russia. Why would they? Right. Why would they? I don't get it. Why yeah. would it wasn't even part of the USSR? Hungary is not. No, Hungary's not on there. Those are that's oh, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Oh, that's Those all the, the oh, it's just all the Baltic states. Yeah, I mean. When did when did NATO protect I don't I don't understand when this happened. 
When, what, when, when did what? NATO ever protect Russia from overtaking the, the Baltic states? Uh, well, Russia's never tried recently to take the Baltic states. Yeah, it's just not a thing. So this person is creating this this weird straw man argument, this whole alternate universe scenario, which is not communicated clearly at all in yeah. the comic in order to justify going into, like, using nukes into uh, expanding this warfare. So that's... It's weird, man. You should. This was a bad take. But you see, he's done something very clever here, which is in the top panel, it's blue. And in the bottom panel, it's yellow. And it looks like the Ukrainian flag. So oh. you know. You know he supports it. That's very, I see what you did there, okay. Brad Pains. So, he, so wants, yeah. he wants the NATO to uh, uh, fight Russia, and then we have uh, nuclear exchange, and uh, nobody's alive anymore. That's what he but wants. yeah, if you're going to be heavy-handed about this, why not just go right to Rwanda? Just go right to the actual, like the or liberal example of when we should have intervened and didn't. There's no comparison. There's no fucking comparison in the past to this situation because no one had nukes. We can't that's do anything because he has nukes. Yeah, that's mutually assured destruction, man. I mean, that's why ultimately people comparing this to World War II are dumb. Yeah. Because Hitler didn't have nukes. Hitler, all Hitler had was like like the best army in the world, and yeah, and because we have nukes, we won. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's not why. That's that's why Japan surrendered, maybe. But well, I don't know. We're not. I'm not going to justify the bombing why, of Hiroshima. Not, We're not, not going to do that. That's not, not why, why the Nazis the war ended. surrendered. The Nazis surrendered because yeah. the Soviets raped everyone in Germany. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Stalin. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for raping everyone in Germany. You, yes, yeah, love, yeah. love you, communist soldiers. See, if Red Pains did a a comic about that, that would be cool. That I, would be I awesome. hope I, I hope I pissed off any tankies right now. So I'm trying to. Yeah, piss all off. the tankies are so fucking mad at you. How dare you? How dare you How say dare that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no one's actually a fucking tanky. How dare Who's you say that in tanky? the past that bad things happened and the communists did it? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Everyone yeah. wants to believe they're on the side of right. Uh, so here's another... So, so Brad Paints has been going ham on this whole Ukraine thing. Think about Brad Paints is sometimes they'll do a comic. I'm like, okay, that's a little clever, actually. You actually articulated this point well. And I want to get to, I want to, get to that later. But th this comic is really funny, too, because the first panel says it's a battleship. Yeah. And it's a blue background. And it's approaching... Uh, presumably it's in the, the, uh, uh, what's not the Caspian Sea. Yeah, the Caspian Sea. It's this the, is a Russian uh, warship. It's been renamed the Sea of Ukrainian, um, <laughs> ball. It's been named Volodymyr Zelensky's Balls Ocean. <laughs> it's been named Faith Goldie Ocean yeah. after the greatest Ukrainian. Uh, uh let's, no, oh, I got the map open. It's, it's the Black Sea. There you go. It's the Black Sea. So I have my geography wrong. So this is Russian warship. I like how he does the. <laughs> he says this is Russian warship. Yeah, they don't use the, the They don't syntax. use articles. They don't use no, articles. No, no, fuck that. You can tell this is Russian because they're going. This is Russian warship. Right. Well, they I don't. suggest you let down your arms In and Russian, surrender. The Russian language does not have um, those kind of articles. That's why they talk like that. But why doesn't he continue? Why wouldn't he say, this is Russian warship, suggest lay down arms and surrender? He doesn't even commit to his no. bit. He doesn't even commit to the joke. Okay, you is not an article. Okay, you is a pronoun. That's they fine. have pronouns. Oh, you're a pronoun person now. 
I'm a grammar person. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I am just all I am is a humble. There you go. A humble grammar person who thought he was going to be an English major and then became an alcoholic in college and decided to become a music major and then ruined his life. Okay. <laughs> That's the history of many. I could have been an English major and then probably also not had a job. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Should have just gone to law school. God damn it. Should have okay. gone to law school. Everyone should go to law school. It's three years where you don't have to think about anything. Three? That's yeah. Canadian. And here, isn't law school four here? No, it's three. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the more you know. Every day. Yeah. So this is Russian warship. I suggest you lay down your arms and surrender. And you have the Ukrainian guy who is modeled after the Chad meme. Uh, where it's the guy with the strong jaw in profile face, uh, facing saying something like, yes, that is actually the take I have. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, uh, but then the second panel, again, again, it's the same saying, thing. Russian with the t- warship, go fuck yourself. Right. And, and again, it's the same thing with the blue on the top and the yellow on the bottom. Making so you, fucking clever. Making this is U- so fucking clever. Ukrainian This flag, comic once again. is hugely fucking popular. This has 12K likes. And then once again, the guy's, the guy's beard is yellow and his eyes are blue. So there's like, Man, colors, there's like so telescoping Ukrainian flags within Ukrainian flags. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like a Matryoshka doll of Ukrainian fl- No, not one of those. It's, it's a, like a Ukrainian doll. It's a Ukrainian, a Ukrainian nesting doll where um, all the pieces are broken on the inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this comic works much better in its premise. You, you get the point. It's like the Ukrainians are chads. That's there you go. You got your point across. Uh, the problem with this one, it was like this was this didn't happen. Well, they didn't successfully repel any. I mean, Russian... he has some wiggle room because, yeah, that story is was made falsy, but it's not totally false. They may they may have said that, but they didn't all die. Like they, when the story came out, it was that they said Russian warship, go fuck yourself, and then they all died valiantly fighting, like in a Marvel movie. But mm-hmm. really, what happened was they were just captured, and they're POWs now. So <laughs> yeah, we'll make a movie about it. We'll make oh, Argo gonna about be a, it. There's going to be a movie about it for sure. I wonder who's going to be. It's going to be like um, Jeremy Renner, baby. Kill, kill Yeah, Jeremy Renner's going to play Vol Vol Vladimir Big Ball Zelensky. Killian Murphy is going to be in it as probably yeah. a bad Russian dude. Killian Murphy's playing Oppenheimer, right? That's good casting. Uh. I got to say, it's good <laughs> casting. He really he looks the part. He looks like a creepy guy. Well, uh, yeah. Um these are these are bad. They're um, all bad. So another thing that Bread Pains will do, which I find to be very ignoble, like just as a cartoonist, I'm offended by it. Which I shouldn't be that offended by because I did it too when I was doing political cartoons, which is just straight up copying a meme. Uh, and eh. so I'm at Bread Pain's 113 Unskilled Labor, and the quote is, Unskilled labor is a capitalist myth used to justify poverty wages. And there's nine panels arranged in a three-by-three three grid, and each of these shows a farmer, a janitor, a cashier, a, a sweatshop worker— uh, so, uh, and this is a meme. This is, this is a meme I've seen before shared on like, uh, leftist Reddit spaces and, and some of them, and some of the more Reddit What's areas What's the guy holding the pizza? 
He's a he's a pizza man. <laughs> he's a I pizza don't know. man. It's... Pizza guys have a pizza box. This is just <laughs> this is just a person with a pizza. I guess he's a waiter. Yeah, because he <laughs> because he's not a good artist. It's not clear what's happening here. What? Is uh, he making the pizza? No, is he bringing it's a pizza the pizza? Shop. You have to see. You have to analyze the backgrounds because in the back you can see an oval, which indicates you know they put the pizza on like an oval stand. So it's a a person who works in a pizza establishment. See, the thing is, now I'm, I'm any of these single panels out of context would be very funny. Just like a farmer, and it just says unskilled. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a pizza man, and it says poverty on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is straight up stealing a meme, which is, no, it's no good. You're not making the meme better by putting your shitty art style over it. I guess that's the point, though. Because, you know, if we're supposed to use bright colors and childlike design in order to make this, the medicine go down smoother, right? That's the point of it. Should, That's we, like should all we dox of the, this guy? Let's dox this guy. <laughs> let's fucking ruin his fucking life. Let's get his phone straight, number. No, don't dox bread pains. I'm sure they're a human with thoughts and feelings. I'm sure they're fine. But, yeah, so fucking... Uh, you know what this art reminds me of is, do you remember the Oatmeal? Oh, yeah. Sort yeah, of. the Oatmeal webcomic. It just had this, it got it, very popular and it always infuriated me. Because it's fine if, like, the Perry Bible Fellowship gets popular because that's a beautiful, wonderful, imaginative, uh, skillfully executed and drawn comic, you know. But when something like the Oatmeal, which has, like, no discernible redeeming qualities... Uh, and it's just really fuck ugly to look at. Like, oh. what do people see in it? I don't get it. So the Bread Pains has a separate Twitter for his, like, a personal Twitter. Yeah. Brioche is his Twitter name. Yeah. Brioche Windows, I think it's mm. called. Because it's like and Bread Pains. guess what? A quote-unquote libertarian socialist. There you go. Vouch. It's Vouch. We're in Vosh Town. What the fuck? So, oh, my God. This one is really fucking lame. So, Bread Pains 112, vaccine mandate. We open on a panel, U.S. Ford imperialism. Notice, COVID-19 vaccines mandated for all active personnel. This vaccine man, so a red cap guy who is supposed to be a MAGA guy. Mm -hmm. This vaccine mandate is tyranny. Just think what our founding fathers would think of this. And on horseback is George Washington saying, I, General Washington, (laughs) order you to get vaccinated. And the mega guy has an expression like, what, 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 what yeah. is George Washington? I mean, he's holding, he's holding a needle at him. He's dude, pointing at okay, this is so, so out of, this is so fucking ignorant. Like those to get vaccinated against smallpox, it was, you might die. Basically what you did was you would find someone who has, this is what they did. I know this because I've read history books. You didn't get a fucking injection. They didn't have hypodermic needles. You found a guy who had smallpox. You would cut open a pustule of his body. Mm-hmm. You would cut yourself. Then you would take some of his pus from the pustule and put it into your open wound. And then you would hole up in your room and hope you didn't die of smallpox. That's mm-hmm. what getting vaccinated was. The the the, the Adams family, not the uh... no no. But Stephen, but Stephen, if 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 General Washington had had access to needles 
he would have pointed them threateningly at MAGA guys in order yeah, General, to chastise General them. General Washington th- thought most of his army sucked. And they, he was like, they're all pieces of shit. They're all fucking So like, you're saying Red Pan's thesis is correct here. Do you think I do you think Washington would have been pro vax? I think that's what yes, we have to answer. Yes, of course he would have because he's like he, he Washington's whole thing was like I'm basically royalty. You have decided to make me king of the army and uh, I'm going to work with these horrible horrible soldiers you've given me who are only interested in jacking off apparently. Mm-hmm. And I know that you and me would have just been guys like trying to run away. <laughs> from every battle <laughs> yeah but, uh, hey hey which way are the british okay i'm going the other way but what's what's here is a very funny appeal to authority the yeah. same one that is in hamilton you know the the founder chic worship the idea that you know these moral upstanding righteous figures mirror my own and thus you know we need to <laughs> the, the, thus yeah. you, you are hoisted by your own petard good sir by by invoking the name of Washington, who would have needled your ass up? I mean, uh, Washington's fine. I like him, sort of. I've read a pretty intense book about him crossing the Delaware and the early parts of the Revolution when they were basically getting their ass kicked. But he came up with a good counterattack against the British. Sorry, if we're gonna, if you're gonna, if this just makes me pissed because. I know some stuff about Washington, and he's a like an interesting character who was not that great of a general. <laughs> like they got lucky. Yeah, but you draw him on a you draw him on a horse, and his guy is much more detailed than the MAGA guy. He put a lot of work into Washington. Well, he put a lot of work into the coat. Yeah. We have to stop talking about bread pains. This sucks. He's wait, wait. There's okay. I, so I, you're making I me want to look more, up who it more. is so I can dox him. Two more. I wanna. I want to do one that I think is actually a good comic. That I think is actually gets a gets a point across succinctly. So, first pain is a big fish with a top hat, presumably the owner fish, and he's eating a school of fish. The school of fish forms to form a bigger fish, and now it's threatening the top hat fish. The top hat fish is now complaining about the school of fish to a caught fish, and now the caught fish are beating up the school of fish. And I think that's actually kind, that's pretty smart. It talks about uh, why it is so hard to organize a union because uh, capital works with uh, the police force in order to disrupt attempts at organization and provide countervailing forces to capitalists. But that's actually a good point, skillfully illustrated. Uh, And so this guy has like has has it in him and the thing is i don't know if this is a meme he might have stolen this from another meme or something like that but he and you know i'm not saying this guy has to be funny i don't care that it's not funny it's not supposed to be funny well except for sometimes when it is and then it falls really flat and that's the last one i'm going to show you because i want to read some of the comments on it um uh so this last one that i'm going to show you is let's see um, here we go. Bread Pains 109, Trans-Exclusionary Radical Flatulence. So the first panel is a turf uh, going, you're not a woman, you're a trans-ID male. And the trans character is going, shut the fuck up, turf. The turf says, turf, you know that's a slur? Oh, sorry, I meant fart. 
the turf goes fart, and then the, the trans character goes, yeah, a feminism appropriating reactionary transphobe. And the turf is going, what, what, what? What? You called me a fart? Oh, no. Oh, no, I've been beaten. I've been hoisted by my own petard. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Red Pain's comics revolve around uh, conservative characters being hoisted by their own petard. And I wanted to read some of the quote tweets from trans people on this because I, I find this instructive. Um, mm. uh, once again, I wish the, the cis would stop trying to make us look cringe. Uh, uh -huh. look at my ally dog. I'm never getting rights. Uh, <laughs> bro, this is my ally. I'm about to get liquidated. Big, per big cis person who stumbled across our try energy. I can't see the quote tweets for some reason. Hm. Yeah, it's weird. Can you, uh, see, you can see them, I guess? Yeah, and mm -hmm. here's from someone. I wasn't going to say say anyone until I realized this is a cis person. Yeah, this comic sucks ass. Please stop infantilizing the people trying to commit genocide against us with childish names. Thanks. I, I think, well, you know, that that one, you know, it's... it's uh, But yeah, it's generally bad reviews from trans people. I don't know. I saw one reply of those trans persons saying they liked it. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some that like it as well. But I think it's, you know, hard to create something. Once again, we come back to the problem of pandering, you know? People know when they're being pandered to, and it feels bad when you're being pandered to. Um, and I think that's the inherent problem of this comic. The other thing is it's attempting a joke, which is a bad idea for Bread Pains because he's not funny. No. He's, this, this has, like, the structure of a joke. It's like, oh, this is so fucking clever. You turn the acronym fart into a different collection of words. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why this one fails where the School of Fish comic succeeds, because the School of Fish comic is trying to illustrate an idea succinctly. I that don't should, think... Red Pains, if you're listening to this, that should be your idea. I mean, I didn't say anything about the School of Fish ones, but I, I was, I had to look at it for a while to understand what was going <laughs> even on. Even then, even then. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's like yeah. how it worked in the 30s. Amazon doesn't need to call the police to keep a union from happening these days. I don't think there's been a union fight with the police in a while. I, I don't know about that. I have to check. Have to check the research on sure, that. Sure, go there's check more the research. Unions these days are basically like um, we don't want the vaccine. <laughs> so I don't really give it's a not shit. All of them. I don't really give a shit what what kind of fish hijinks happens. Yeah. Because, well, you know, General Washington um, would have made the unions... Uh, General Washington would have taken Joe Rogan off of Spotify. Well, the thing is, like, George Washington would have been extremely anti-union. Like, Yeah, so, yeah, right that's what makes appealing what to his authority. He, what, George Washington's a, a right-wing reactionary. Like... He, yeah, I mean, he's that's a slave thing. owner who doesn't want to pay taxes. That, that there's the inherent conflict in Hamilton as well. You know, a, a recontextualizing a slave owner narrative with with black guys is weird. It's fucking weird, man. Uh, mm. So, uh, 
So, so yeah, I'm not going to force you to watch any more Brad Pitt. That's the last I'll say, Brad Pitt. But I think it's very... It's, this is an interesting character in the pantheon of leftist media figures because it's this very specific, lame propaganda that doesn't really exist. If Trump had never happened, this guy would have never become a thing. Because with the election of Trump, there's all this, you know, there's this newfounded... Uh, and I guess also the rise of Bernie Sanders, but a general mistrust in the system uh, that leads people to identifying more with communist ideals where once they had been liberals. I think a lot of these guys just need to get out more and like go uh, maybe go get an ice cream cone outside, maybe take a walk, you know, they're really like stuck on their computers all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's also. That's also the quality of it is it feels like it's not informed by any life experience or it feels as if once it's speaking to a lack of sincerity in the spirit because this isn't coming from him. It isn't coming from his soul. This is coming from the meme universe. Yeah. Him, and he wh is just wh whoever Bread Pains is and whoever Vouch is, I think his name, I think Vouch's name is Ian. Ian. Ian Kochinski. Yeah, some guy. He's Coach just a guy. <laughs> Kuczynski. <laughs> uh, they should get involved in their like local town politics. That's like the that's what affects you ninety percent of the time. Yeah, the, but is you Ukraine yeah. all that Ukraine is going to do is like okay, I have to pay like a couple more bucks at the gas station this summer. But you can talk about it, and it's fun to talk about because it doesn't affect you. I that's guess. why you can endlessly speculate on it. I mean. Yeah, they should they should get involved in their lo local town politics because the Republicans know this because the Republicans know how the hierarchy works. They're like, oh, if you get everyone in the town to be on your side, and then you get everyone in the state, and then you get everyone, then you can even in the county and stuff, you can actually like get power. Mm -hmm. But libertarian socialists are like maybe the most retarded political like ideology i have ever come across in terms of it's just it, there is an inherent contradiction which if, is irresolvable if you want to be a contrarian then be i'm a contrarian be a contrarian but you that does not mean adopting a contradictory position like that because uh, it's just so yeah frustrating. it makes just as much sense as postmodern neo-marxism you know there's yeah. It's these two things which are in direct opposition. It's uh, it's so frustrating. I mean, and the other thing that Chomsky already figured it out. If you just go be a uh, anarcho syndicalist, that's what mm -hmm. you really mean. You just want to have like are, well, you can't like we... Chomsky anymore now that he got Epstein. I don't even know Chomsky. What did he do? <laughs> did he reply to an email from what is what is the connection? Uh, it's, he was he was found. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, Chomsky, you know, he works for MIT and he's talked at great length how he justifies that to himself. Oh, so. he was photoed with the butler. <laughs> he's the butler. It was the butler. There's a photo of him with the butler. Okay, I mean, so maybe he knew the butler. Who knows? Listen, who knows? I think the butler knew who knew him Chomsky was and was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. Is the we'll, butler? We love is the we butler love Norm even... Chomsky. All right. And, okay. Yeah. And this is coming from uh, the website called The Goldwater. So 
If you think if you think Chomsky has an Epstein connection, you sir have been fooled by thegoldwater.com. Great. Great. I got an internship at thegoldwater.com. Okay, that's like Lu- Lucian Wintrich has has pulled the wool over your eyes by, because no one checks sources. I wonder what he's doing. I you know, it's I bet he's thanking his lucky star his his lucky stars that he he didn't fly as high as Milo because that come down baby like you've seen what Milo's doing recently and he looks miserable Milo and has, he's really well, yeah. out of shape he's, he's he's decided that to become straight he must become fat <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's true it's true though. <laughs> um yeah so yeah this 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 inherent contradiction in libertarian socialism, but the the inherent contradiction of, you know, saying that you're contributing to something. Like I would be, I would be very curious to know like how much actual IRL activism, like either phone banking or going door to door or organizing meetings that people like Vosh and Breadpains actually do. Like, if they're active, like what you said, or organizing locally, then, you know, I, I think part of the reason why I quit is because I realized, you know, this is insincere. I'm not doing any organizing. I'm not getting the word out there. I can say I'm doing a good job by making this propaganda, but it's not doing anything, really. It's just for an audience that already agrees with it. Vouch should just try emailing his local town representative and be like, when are you going to fix the potholes? And then he would he would be helping society so much more. I do that. Where does he live? I don't know. We can't. We does can't. He we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Or something? We've already know. said his Be full f- name. We shouldn't dox It's the Mayo Vosh. I think he, the f- he lives at the intersection of Mayo and White Boy. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Take that. God, he's like a uh, tub of Bread Pains has a Vosh comic. His Vosh comic is one of the worst. Okay, I said I wasn't going to do no. it anymore. So Why I'm not are you do doing this to me? I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to. I'm going to um, record my own episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be me talking about old dirty bastard albums and i'm gonna be like there, okay you guys trigger warning i'm gonna say a certain word <laughs> <laughs> but i really think in this context it's appropriate okay. oh my um well you know you can it's like that's my mom she she wants so it was a big thing Remember, even Louis C.K. on Opie Anthony was once saying that, you know, you can't you can't not teach Huckleberry Finn, even if it has a word in there. You know, you got to teach Huckleberry Finn. And so um, my mom was teaching classes in like uh, in Connecticut in like, you know, in Connecticut, there's like a lot of black poverty in the in, in the cities. Mm-hmm. And so frequently she was doing gigs where she was teaching classes of all black students. I was like, hey, mom, yeah, you should you should read Huckleberry Finn uncensored to them. That's what you should do. Mm. Mm. I just had this image of, all right, kids, today we're reading Huckleberry Finn. Now, who wants to take it? I'm sure she could do it well. I'm sure there's a way for a white teacher for all black. Oh, I mean, we read it in my all uh, pretty much all white Catholic school and I can tell you it resulted in the n-word being said about 200% more. <laughs> you so, think, otherwise the kids in your school wouldn't have said the n-word as much if you didn't read Huckleberry Finn. They had an excuse. <laughs> like teenage up. boys like 
Okay, so we had. A, let, let me just. I'm not. Gonna, this has nothing to do with that word, but um, we had a Hungarian monk who pronounced Emmanuel Kant, yeah, like Emmanuel Kant. You're right. And so every day, we would ask him what he thought Kant would think of this. One guaranteed. One person in the class would raise their hand and be like, "Father Rock, what do you think Kant would think?" <laughs> Well, uh, boys, um, Kant would, of course, uh, probably say we have a moral imperative to do. So. Why are you boys so, so every day you ask me um, about Kant? Wow, these kids really must love, you know, the categorical imperative. Right. Um, uh, we would also go... Um, <laughs> we, we, at one point, he was t- teaching us about, like, you know, theology of sex. Mm-hmm. And one, okay, that's a funny one. Kid, Father Rock is a, a Hungarian monk in his 80s who escaped Hungary and left his family in 1956 because the the Soviets were cracking down on all the Catholics. So um, it, that's where my anti-Soviet Russia um, prejudice Whoa. comes from, is that I was taught by Hungarians who all had to flee their country. So anyway. There you go. But he's talking about you know, so they like raping children. He's talking about all uh, all the sex stuff and how sex is supposed to be a man and a woman, and you know you got to make a baby, and that's what sex is. And one one kid is like, Father Rock, I heard about something where maybe you have sex in the anus. And Father <laughs> Rock was like, the anus? Oh no! How how horrid! How disgusting! Why would you? <laughs> Why, why would you? Why would you have sex in the anus? <laughs> we, everyone, we were all cracking up. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny being a teenage boy and just being really mean and and stupid and. <laughs> yeah, well, we just wanted to hear him say anus. Of course. <laughs> no, nothing bad. Imagine fleeing, fleeing from the Stalinist death squads, and a bunch of kids are taunting you. Yeah, he gets back. He's like, the boys wanted to know what Kant thought of the anus. Can, can you <laughs> can you figure out why? And like all of the other monks are like just putting their head in their hand, just being like, oh God, should we tell him? <laughs> no, it would crush him. Yeah, could do that. He was such a nice guy. <laughs> He's really nice. <laughs> All the Hungarian monks were super nice. The American monks yeah. were the douchebags. Mm. They had that. Yeah, they had that American individualist swagger. Yeah. Well, they oh, were man. kind of like fail sons. I mean, I guess that's a priest is a very fail son. Monk is a very fail son profession. You know. Yeah. I mean, kind Can't of can't do anything else. It's weird. Uh. Um, well, were there any were there our, any molesters in your high school? Only <laughs> Yes, but not none of them none of the priests. Interesting. And it wasn't a boy, the theater teacher um in my high school. Interesting. Had a, had a sexual relationship with a girl who was in the theater production that's going nah. on. Nah. And that's he badly. got arrested. He and there was a trial, and he lost his light teacher's license. And now, guess yeah. what he does? Uh, he's he, a stock he, car. He, you know, he's an anime voiceover actor now. What? Yeah. What? And he's been in a, probably a lot of anime that you've seen. Wait, it's not Quentin Flynn, is it? No, 
No, no, I'm not going to okay. say. Oh, well, why not? Why don't I say his name? Why don't I? Why don't I find out what David Novinsky is up to after David having Novinsky. sex with a 17 year old? Well, you know, <laughs> you know that uh, I saw her standing there. That's what his defense was. Uh, he was like 35. Uh, that's bad. <laughs> and married, really and had a kid, and Catholic. Wow. All the stuff. David but, you Novinsky, know, you know, if anime. you've ever seen Woody Allen's Manhattan, you know that sometimes you got to get it. Okay, so David Novinsky, the child raper, <laughs> anime dubbed Attack on Titan. Whoa, who is he? Uh, he is additional voices. Oh, okay. He's mostly additional voices. He's okay. in One Piece Stampede, the movie, he is additional voices. Great. In Sabikui Bisco, he is Jabi. In One Piece, he's additional voices. Great. Uh, I love that. It's my favorite character. He's in Demon Lord Retry as additional Great. voices. In Danganronpa 3, he is additional voices. So that's what he does because he can't teach no more. <laughs> nah, he's that's a what happens bag. when you rape. You gotta. It's anime voice acting or nothing, kid. I guess they so. gave me a choice: prison or anime voice acting. So you have your. Uh, let's do a little personal news. You have entered your your. Uh, who's the queen guy? What's his name? Freddie Mercury. Yeah, you've entered your Freddie Mercury phase. Oh yeah, I have a mustache now. Um, you a should very do, contemporary mustache. You should. You know what? I have an idea for you with your mustache phase. What should What should I you do? You should join a Queen cover band. That's great. I can sing like Freddie. I think He's, you almost have his range. I bet you could do most of the Queen songs. Uh, yeah, I could do uh, tonight. I'm getting all lubed up <laughs> in my asshole. They're lubing my ass up. It's slip and slide. Uh, uh, and the dick uh, will turn me inside out. Yeah, my asshole is prolapsed. Okay, I'm ugly. I have, I have a request. So. Now do, do Peter Griffin doing Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world is turning inside out, Lois. I guess I can't keep going. Uh, can't keep great. going with all this I queen. Bet that's been done. What if Peter Griffin was queen? Yeah. They did an episode if he was gay. It's... <laughs> Do we have that? We know that. We know what it would be like if Peter Griffin was gay. The show has answered these burning questions. Oh, man. I love looking at the restaurant bot so much. The restaurant bot is my The restaurant bot is my favorite. I should unfollow everyone on Twitter except for the restaurant bot. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You're the number one guy. It's just, you know, there's. I think you showed me the other day. It was a place in Libya. And they had Pepsi. There was something about it was immaculately carpeted, and they had these silver trays with little silver serving glasses and a big bottle of Pepsi. They had chalices of Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very funny thing. They have a chalice of Pepsi in Libya. Benghazi was a real shame. That's all we have time for. Uh, Bread pains, reach out to me. I have some notes. We should talk. Uh, I think you're gay, so maybe we'll fuck. Should we tag? Should I tag him in the? Should I? Yeah, tag him in the. No, don't. 
Don't take him. He, he's fine. He doesn't deserve any of this heat from us. You know, he's, he spent he's like out there. 40 minutes trashing his shitty comics, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, well, they're bad. They're warmongering. Uh, they're warmongering, which is really bad. You shouldn't warmonger, folks. That's the lesson. Yeah, I guess so. Who cares? Whatever. They're, they're, yeah, you fuck know, you. What, fuck them. Fuck fuck, just fuck them. Fuck them. All right. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.